one. Welcome mm. to Two Broke Bitches. I am your co-host, Era Juliet. And I'm your other co-host, Colton Dowling. This is a fun and very sexy. It's always sweatpantsy, cooking. Slutty, sexy, horny. It's stepping on grapes sometimes. Group. <laughs> Chat. Chat ever. ever. Welcome to Two Broke Bitches, where we talk about the working lives of working artists. Today is no different. We have the wonderful Sable Cities on the podcast today. Sable is coming to us live from Hawaii as Timothy Byers. Give it up for Timothy. Ah, yay, I'm here. Yay. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love from Big Island. Aloha, everyone. Aloha. You, how long have you been out there for? I came out here on October 14th, the day before they said you don't have to hide away for two weeks in your house. So I had to do a fair bit of quarantine before I was allowed to go out to nature. But uh, I've been taking full advantage of the island since then. It, you, the back, it's an audio podcast, so you know, sucks to be you, the listener, <laughs> because it is a beautiful view that you're like you're just like casually on your deck. I assume. Yes, yes. I'm casually on my deck, the smoking lounge, the uh, Kiki lounge. There's a day oh. bed over to my right where we sleep sometimes. And you can see through the trees, there's an uh, ocean right behind me. Uh, can you briefly, amazing. like, lightly explain just like a day in your life in Big Island? We uh, wake up at 8 30, 9 o'clock in the morning, then have some coffee and find ourselves our first beach, something usually pretty chill something I can dive in the water in. And then I'll go on to somewhere I can go snorkeling for a little bit and then come back to the house and do a little bit of lunch. And then we'll go out to the bar and have some drinks. And you know, there's always some drinks at lunch as well. And then um, I'm usually by 10, 30 or 11 here. Really? I'm not like a super late night or on island like I used to be in main island. And the main, been- do, you, do you call it mainland now? Is that... <laughs> Oh, yes. Oh, you mainlanders. Hell yeah. <laughs> do you, uh, wait, do, have wait, you wait, found yourself? One more have question. You found- have you, do you call it Hawaii yet? <laughs> okay. We oh, that's I was like, it. I needed to know. Have you, found, have you found yourself eating more spam lately? Absolutely. Musubi at every single gas station. It's If you don't know what musubi is, it's fried spam rolled in sticky rice, rolled in seaweed paper, and it is a delightful snack served everywhere here. Wait, and you're on was the, that the big something island? you would have eaten beforehand? Uh, you know, I, I had musubi when I lived in Portland, Oregon. There's a lot of islanders that move there and back and forth, mm-hmm. so it's kind of normal there. And so now having it here available in every gas station and not just when my friends make it to go to the nude beach, that's awesome. The nude beach, which, which one is that in Portland again? Bobby Island or Cock rock depending on your person uh i didn't know about cock rock nobody yeah. told me about cock rock mr rock is over east of the city it's before all the pollution hits it so you actually want to get in the water more naked people over on that side less designer you know underwears and designer drinks and designer daddies and boats and things and more just cock yeah <laughs> yeah very sharing oh here i have some shrooms you want some kind of a place <laughs> hell yeah well i mean that's a little bit of a broke bitch tip <laughs> not this segment uh next segment uh we always start every every episode with a little getting to know you getting to know all about you first question when did you first start drag i started drag um as a as a joke in december of 2005 my i was performing as a boy at 
the time I was I was a male go-go boy and I was doing male performances, which meant singing karaoke to friends in low places in a cowboy hat and a jock strap at a drag mm-hmm. bar. Oh and mm-hmm. um, then for my drag grandmother's birthday, I did drag as kind of a joke. And I came off stage and they're like, by the way, you're a drag queen now. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Where was it? Was that in Austin? It was in Portland, Oregon. Oh, nice. You want to drop the name of the bar? Um, let's see. I was working at Embers Avenue and going to the Escape Nightclub, which was an all ages gay nightclub in Portland. Both are closed now, unfortunately. Oh, well, you can't go there then. Next question. Um, Stand up and cry. <laughs> what is your favorite color wig to perform in? I am an Auburn girl. I'm a ginger at heart. I'm a ginger person automatically. And so that part definitely carried over to Sable. It kind of gives you a heads up that you're in for trouble. Do you mix your own music? I try to mix most of my own music if I get inspired or if I'm super stoned and something comes along and I play it, you know, I can make a really fun mix. But I, um, we also do mix swaps with other queens. Like if I'll meet one and they come perform with me, I'll give them mm-hmm. a couple of mine, give me a couple of theirs. And we have like a Mississippi River line, like you're not allowed to perform it on my side of the Mississippi. I'm not allowed to perform it on yours. I'm not allowed to perform your mix in your town. You're not allowed to perform my mix in my town kind of a thing. Just out of respect. That makes sense. Um, if you could re uh, thematically, uh, if you could retrack your virgin you're losing your virginity song this is a weird way of writing this if there was any song that you could pick now when you lost your virginity what would that song be uh uh uh, uh is this part uh, of it are you singing it yeah i was, I was like what song is this <laughs> i like it i, I love actually <laughs> i like uh, it wow that was that was like i was like ooh, it's sexy i mean usually it's awkward when you lose your virginity but that was like fun <laughs> I, lost, I lost it watching bring it on so i can't really i'm popular to boot well I, I wouldn't change a thing that song was just absolutely perfect song for losing my virginity that is we knew exactly what it was <laughs> wow i'm just like mind blown but that's awesome um when did you uh, move to Austin? I moved to Austin in November of 2014. I had been in New York for five years and uh, my friend Shane Terenzi, he was a bartender at therapy when I was working there. And he was like, um, you would love Austin. It's fucking weird. It's a lot like Portland, better weather. And I already grew up in Texas. So I missed um, Southern food, Southern people, Southern music, Southern boys. There's something about a Texan boy that I miss. And um, <laughs> so I was like, let's go back down there. I, I love Austin. I love the idea of it. And I knew that it was edu- like a forward thinking kind of a city. Yeah. And they said that the drag community was kind of just kicking off there. And there was a lot of diversity and I wanted to be a part of that. When did, uh, what is your favorite city that you've lived in? Oh, there's nothing in the world like New York City. I mean, mm-hmm. I miss that one every single day. And while I miss Austin, while I miss Portland, I do not miss Wichita Falls. And I'm loving Kona. Um, <laughs> I miss New York time where in new york were you i was on fire island in cherry grove during the summers and then i had an apartment in queens during the winter and worked in uh the east village at a bar called eastern block which is now closed as well but you can go to club coming (laughs) do you remember the first time you saw those uh hasidic 15 year olds and they asked you if you're jewish did you lie and say yes (laughs) i don't think i've had that experience what you were you were never in manhattan (laughs) Well, yeah, but I mean, I've seen aesthetic Jews around. And I was just like, okay, awesome. I've seen it in movies and heard about such people, but look, they're in person and there's a lot of them. Oh, really? They, oh, maybe you just don't look Jewish enough for them to ask you? Uh, no, I was- But you have no idea what I'm talking about. No, I have no idea what you're talking about. I was like- Okay. No, and every time I'm in New York, a 15-year-old Hasidic Jew will pop up and go, are you Jewish? And I'll go, yeah, which I'm no. not. But I'll say, yes. And then they'll be like, do you have money? And I was like, no. <laughs> 
I've <laughs> never heard this situation before. Thank you for giving me something new to my day. Interesting. Yeah, that's in New York. You have to go to New York for it. Nowhere else like well, New now York. Now we're going to New York and it's going to happen every single time. It's like yes. you never notice a building until somebody points it out and that's all you see. Now I've never mm-hmm. seen a 15-year-old Hasidic Jew boy. I know that I've seen one. He's going to pop up out of nowhere. Totally. And when you when you see him, say yes, because if you say no, it'll, it'll ruin his day. He'll be so sad. Oh. He like, he drops his head and he goes, oh, damn. <laughs> What did you, <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> what, what did you dress up as ho- on halloween um on halloween we did kind of a medical ward uh theme so all of the bartenders were all dressed as doctors and nurses i came dressed in full hazmat suit mm-hmm. okay. something a little too real but something to remind everybody sit down or put your mask on when you're standing up right what, what have you ever broken a bone if you're just in any, any time in any place have you ever broken have i a ever bone? broken a bone Mm-hmm. Uh, in second grade, I broke my left arm pre- playing uh, Power Rangers, doing a flip off the bed, fighting putties. Of course. Um, I've I... broken my right foot. <laughs> That's so funny. I am like, okay on Power Rangers, but like, I'm trying to, I try to think of random questions. And like, literally every episode, I ask somebody who their favorite Power Ranger is. I'm okay on Power Rangers. I don't know why, but who's your favorite Power Ranger? Well, obviously, Tommy, when he was the Green Ranger, he was that hot, long haired guy that joined him. And then we thought he died and he came back as the White Ranger and he was gorgeous. And my heart, I just remember that I was in love with him. I was in love with Tommy. Which, which, which one of them ended up being a porn star? Do you remember that? Wasn't that the. Red Ranger, maybe. Was it the Red yeah. Ranger? He still goes to all the things. I don't remember which one that one was. Yeah, someone. What about the Red It's worth looking up. Somebody Google it and send it to us. <laughs> send it to us. Tag us. Two broke bitches. <laughs> Tag us in those Pornhub links. We we love to be tagged. <laughs> Have you ever commented on a porn? Like not like, huh? But like there's comments in every, you have the option for it. Have you ever no, left I, a comment? I absolutely love reading the comments. Me Usually too. I try toweling myself off. I read through the comments to see what other people thought of it. Have you gotten in any um, Facebook fights in an ad? In an ad? No, I'm not going to say I got in a Facebook fight there, but you definitely want to be careful whose things you comment on, especially if you're not. Yeah. Because then all of a sudden it becomes part of you and it's like your whole day is defending yourself in 65 threads. It's awful. Mm -hmm. I actually, I go to sponsored ads to fight people because then I'm not offending any like family members. True, I'm true. Just You're offending. Just like, I feel like fighting today. Yeah, I just feel like putting up my dukes. And by dukes, I mean Daisy. Hey guys, that's been getting to know you. Getting to know you. And now we're on to part two. Um, wow, we should do that. That's a nice segment. Let's fix that in post where we do it all the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is where we ask you two questions. You can answer as many as you like or as little as you like. There's only two questions, though. The first one is, what's the richest you've ever felt, bought, or been? And the second question, what's the brokest you've ever been, bought, or felt? Mm, I always feel richest when I'm moving somewhere. So like when I moved from New York to Austin or when I moved from Austin to um, Hawaii, I buy myself a first-class ticket. Ooh. And I'm like, it's only $1,000. It's all you can drink. And I will test that. And I get the lay down cocoon. And, you know, I get the window seat. In fact, I was actually supposed to come to Hawaii on the 17th. 
And they um, said, well, if you're going to be on that flight, or sorry, we have to cancel that flight, but we have another one, but you'll be on an aisle seat. And I said, no, I didn't pay for that. I paid for a window seat. And so they said, okay, well, we have a window seat on the right side of the plane. I said, no, 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 no. I want on the left side of the plane. I want it in right next to the window. Like I'm very specific about it. And that was the bougiest I ever felt. And I ended up flying out on the 14th instead of the 17th because that's the only way I could get what I wanted. But that was my bougie moment, the brokest I have ever felt. What? Sorry, real quick. What did you wear? because <laughs> because if you're gonna like go first class and sit on the left side in the window seat are you wearing pajamas because you're like i don't i don't have to wear anything i was wearing cute pajamas i was wearing my luckies they got like four leaf clovers all over the uh the shorts of it and it's got a really cute um gray top with like a four leaf clover on it and then of course i was wearing my hat with my own merch on it because shameless self-promotion in case anybody my fans see me totally uh, and then uh, i wrapped myself in a quilt that my dad made me it's my travel quilt oh adorable cute. did anyone try to talk to you on the plane uh yes and uh, the universal signal for no is you put your headphones in and not mm -hmm, and then look out the window <laughs> what has been like your do you have like a your rich bitch purchase when you just like when you when you purchase it you're just like this is it like this mm -hmm. is this is who i am now I have spent $2,200 on a beaded gown for competition before, and that okay. was probably a really rich purchase. Anytime that I go and buy drag jewelry, it's like $150 to $175, and that oh always God. feels like a moment where I'm doing something nice for myself. Oh, yeah. For me. <laughs> is that something, I don't know, is, is, are dresses like cars where you can then like resell them for like yeah yeah but they do depreciate because they'll be like how many times has it been on stage i want to know all the pictures and um then they'll be like how do the judges score it ah so if you win a competition at a dress like it might appreciate but there are some times where you can literally sell the account for what you bought it for because it wins every time oh interesting so the tip is win in the dress yes win in the dress keep it in prime condition make sure it doesn't smell bad and then somebody will buy it for what you bought it for I'm going to ask you a broke bitch tip later about how to keep your dresses from smelling bad. But firstly, what is the brokest you've ever been? <laughs> um, when I was 18 years old and I just started doing drag, I was living with my drag mom in her studio apartment and uh, I didn't have any food to get or money to get food. And so I straight up ate a uh, cheeseburger uh, that I had thrown away the day before and I oh. reached into the trash. It was still in the box. But I reached into the trash and I got it and I ate it. And the whole time I'm crying, being like, I will never be this. God is my witness. I will never be this broke again. Oh, wow. What? I mean, sorry, could you just describe the brand and also the condiments? Because sometimes the lettuce, even if you put it in the fridge and not the trash can, the lettuce goes bad, right? So you take off the lettuce. Did you take off the lettuce or did you just like, no. I want to feel this moment? Let's be real specific. I was, uh, we, my drag mother at the time, it wasn't even really a studio. She was living in a, um, a hotel because her studio was being redone. So I was living in the Best Western Hotel with her, sleeping in the same bed with her. And it was a McDonald's quarter pounder with cheese that I'd ate half of and thrown away because I felt rich the day before, but then I was suddenly broke the next day and didn't have money for food. So I ate the other half of the burger out of the trash. Good, 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 good. I love these moments because somebody listening right now is probably going through some shit and they're like you know what you know what this is this is the last time i eat some trash burger and you know sable cities as my witness right i'll never do this again yep. hell yeah well, this has been two questions and now for our last segment where we give you broke bitch tips broke bitch tips, broke bitch tips oh, yeah. where it's easy 
to stay a broke bitch. Well, I think we touched on one of them. If you're hungry and have a burger in your trash can, eat that. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's rare that you have that. Doesn't go bad. Um, I guess I want to kick off with uh, how do you keep your dresses from smelling? Um, I wash the ones that I can actually wash because, yes, most of them can go in the washer and then be hung and dried. Um, The rest of them, I do have, like, just four bottles of Febreze in my dry closet, and I go through and Mm-hmm. Right after I take it out of the bag. And when I'm traveling, I put them in little uh, Ziploc bags with dryer sheets. Okay. My uh, little cousin uh, smokes a lot of weed. And he thinks that if he Febreze's himself, then we can't smell it. <laughs> but really, he just smells like a Febreze bong. <laughs> I remember those days. He just smells like a Febreze bong, and it's so gross. And he's uh, like, dude, you can't even tell. I'm like, mm, you can't tell. No. What, no. what are some, like, some eating eating in Hawaii on the cheap? Eating in Hawaii on the cheap. Uh, so far, what I have found is they, they do have the chain restaurants, like McDonald's. So if you need to get, like, dollar menu kind of a thing. Okay. But I like going, to, it's the same as in New York and Hawaii. Um, I like going to find a place that have pizza by the slice. It's like dollars uh-huh. a slice and then a can of Coke. And I'm one of those people who can live off of pizza every single day. I did that in Me high too. school. I'll do it again. You did it in I high think- school? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same slice of pizza every single day. Same bottle of Mountain Dew every single day. Interesting. But you switch from Mountain Dew to Coca-Cola now? No, no, no. no. We only do Coke when Sable's out. Oh, okay. <laughs> there it is. It does a little... little... Like, I ain't going to say nothing else on that one. <laughs> um, My, uh, I got... Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you I've noticed, I mean, obviously you've talked about moving and traveling a lot. What are, I mean, you all have to have some good like broke bitch moving tips as well since you've traveled and li- lived so many different cities. Yeah, get rid of absolutely everything. Everything is replaceable. Um, your bed is replaceable, your couch, your TV, everything is replaceable. There's something so cathartic about getting rid of everything except what mean the most to you. I have six boxes of drag that are still sitting in storage and I have one box of personal stuff as bo- for my boy stuff, like my, my books, my pictures, um, my, my awards, my things that mean the most to me. Um, but I got rid of everything else. I just want to start all over again anytime I move. Mm-hmm. Do you have, since since your life of drag is so fabulous and like literally pageant-esque with like huge hair and like gowns and it's like, I'm oh, actually that's maybe one thing I'll ask you is about how to do makeup on the cheap. But do you, your boy clothes, are, is it like really simple? Like just like t-shirts and jeans? I have sections of my closet. I have like, this is for weddings and special events as Tim. So I have a couple suits. Like my friends spent really good money on a suit for me for an interview. And I wear that to weddings and to funerals. Um, but then like what I do every winter is I'll buy myself 10 or 12 new jeans and t-shirts. And then in the summer, I'll just cut them all up. So that way I don't have to buy a summer wardrobe. And I already knew I liked my winter wardrobe. Mm-hmm. It's all over again. Interesting that you wear your wedding suits and funeral suits. Does Has anyone called you out on like, oh, I saw you at Margaret's funeral and now you're celebrating my daughter's wedding in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you change the shirt, you change the tie, nobody will ever know. Perfect, okay, cool. That's a broke bitch tip. Change the shirt, get a tie, no one will ever know your funeral garb is wedding garb. That's good to know. And I think wedding season is coming up, so. That must be true. I don't know if that's true. I don't know anything about weddings. Nothing is proposed to me. 
<laughs> exactly. That is that is true for all that is true for all of us and all of our listeners too, I'm sure of it. <laughs> is there anything you could do to prevent the smell like ever getting on there? Like when you perform, do you stick like uh, toilet paper in your armpit or something? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I mean, I love uh, the Dove uh, spray deodorant. I spray it all over my entire body three, mm-hmm. four, five times while I'm getting ready and in between every number if I can. And then I usually have a really, really good friend. I mean, this has to be a good friend with a bar rag in the back, like wiping the sweat off of me as soon as I take it, the item of clothing off. That oh, wow. Too bad, but don't ever smell my wig when I take it off. It's soaked. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Do you have any like have you like ripping them off and airing those babies out? And you're like swinging around. You're like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, the other day, I was like, I, I think I came from work and I'd wore a wig at work the other day, and I was like, I'm just, I was like, I'm gonna take my wig off in, in traffic. I don't care no more. And I was like, take my wig off, put my head in front of the air conditioner. I was like, oh. Time. Oh. I'm coming home from a drag show, and I will pull my wig off, and I'm like, oh, that is so much better. And then I'll look over, and some kid is just staring at me through the window. And I'm like, I gotta take my wig off. Like, <laughs> you got to that should be a shirt sometimes you just got to take your wig off i will buy your merch that's yeah. it you just gotta take your wig off is there anything else that you can think of about like uh-oh or maybe just like a new drag queen and she's only like well i don't know if i'm like willing to spend a lot of money on drag maybe i'm only doing it for halloween because you know that's that's who white gay men are um what would you recommend? How would you do it on the cheap if you could? If you were like, okay. you're not this, you're not pro. Don't try to be pro yet. Just get this. Here's what a lot of people don't know: that the dollar store carries a lot of stuff that you're going to need to do drag. Uh, they carry nails for a dollar. There are yeah. lashes. There are uh, mascaras. There are some foundations. There are some eyeshadows. The way to keep all of this more pigmented is to put down like you can get a red. Um, lip liner pencil and use that as like your base for your shadow and then put your shadow over it and it makes it more pigmented and you spend a dollar on your shadow a dollar on your pencil and it looks like you spent twenty dollars on makeup laying down the color and cream or pencil before you put the shadow on top of it makes it look a little bit more brilliant one thing i always love to extend out to like some of my friends who do drag that usually aren't aren't people of color i'm always like do not be afraid to go to a black beauty salon no ma'am they have all that stuff on the cheap for you and it's amazing like they have all the glitter all that the wigs and they they'll help you they talk about it so that's another i mean another yeah, voice do not be afraid walk into there the black beauty supply they got you girl if you're in um if you're in austin go to ebony beauty mart she's one of my absolute favorites big joy i love her quarter to 10 i love her and you go and you get your yep. wig for 30 or 40 dollars and you again go and get your makeup over there for a dollar two dollars each and then you can get these big things of eyeshadows and uh little palettes of uh contour and it's all eight bucks and that shit will last you a year two years three years what for for well that's that's probably the best broke bitch tip you're gonna get out of of sable she's (laughs) she's not gonna give you everything all right you know what how about you go follow her how about you give her money to give you advice how about that Uh, (laughs) listeners (laughs) (laughs) actually we never do this but i wanted to ask you specifically is there an artist doesn't have to be drag but is there somebody out there doing something right now that you're like especially inspired by like music or like somebody who you're just like vibing off of right now i I love Dua Lipa. She saved my summer musically. Mm-hmm. I mean, like from the beginning, I was like, this is what I needed. I've always loved Pink. I mean, from the beginning to where she is right now, politically, musically, personally, the way that she fucks up her life and puts it back together the best she knows how, but still manages to make music out of it. 
I will definitely say pink right now. Let's go ahead and just put her at the top for me. Let's put her at the top. Well, thank you so much, Sable and Timothy. Where can people find you should you want to be found? Well, I am on Facebook as Timothy Byers. That's my government name. And then you can find me on Instagram as Sable Cities. And if you're in Big Island, come over and see me in Kona at my bar. Hell yeah. Is it called my bar? My bar. It's your bar too. (laughs) Oh, what? Hell yeah. Yeah, I have my first show out here November 22nd. Buy tickets. <laughs> Buy tickets. Buy a flight. Get a first class. Demand that left seat. You guys, this has been Two Broke Bitches. Thank you so much again. I've been Colton. I've been Era Juliet. Stay broke. Stay broke. You, now you say it. You can say it. Oh, stay broke. <laughs> <laughs> Two Broke Bitches.